Okay, hello. Welcome to episode uh, 128 of Sack King's Therapy. Well, that that was something, <laughs> wasn't it? Um, where to even start? Um, I, I guess I can list out the injuries first. Let's start with that. Uh, Aiden was out for this game. I actually wrote in my notes. I was looking for Fox to attack the rim a lot more without a, you know, a real shot blocker in there. But then I forgot JaVale is, is on the team for some reason. I mean, we played them already. I just forgot he was there. <laughs> um, anyways, um, I was looking for Fox to attack the rim more. He kind of did, but, you know, had mixed results, to say the least. Um, Halliburton was out for the Kings. Apparently, he just woke up with uh, soreness, um, tightness in his lower back. So he didn't play tonight, uh, you know, on a second night of a back-to-back. Oh, I mean, you don't really need to, you know, f like play through. You don't need him to play through it. You might want to like play it safe, you know, on a second night of a back-to-back. -back. So he decided to not play or, you know, the team decided he wasn't going to play. So the starters ended up being Fox, Heald, Barnes, Harkless, and Holmes. And if you care about the Suns starting lineup, it was Crowder, Bridges, McGee, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker. So, yeah, again, JaVale McGee, you know, placing DeAndre Ayton there. So, um, in the first in the first half, it was a shootout. Um, one guy I just want to quickly shout out, um, Terrence Davis looked like he finally kind of came out of his funk. And he he was he hit three straight threes in a row. That was nice. But uh, it wasn't much else from him after that. He kind of... I don't want to say he cooled off. What ended up happening was the third quarter happened. And you know what? Let's let's talk about that third quarter. So Kings have been coming out pretty flat in the third quarter. It, it was like that in the Pacers game. Um, the Hornets game was a different story. But uh, what, was the, what was the game before that? Let me just check. How can I actually forget? I cannot believe that I forgot. So against the Pelicans... Um, I don't remember how the third quarter went there. I'm just looking at the score right now, and they basically scored the same amount in third. So I'm just going to say they came out flat during that game, too. I don't remember. Sorry. Just, but I want to. I want something to support my theory here. The Kings just come out lethargic. I guess lethargic would be the word, just without, with no energy. It, it's always just something you always notice with the Kings. Like even back to uh, Luke Wallen's first year, I remember when they moved Buddy to the bench, like there would be there would be so many moments like you know after that during that stretch where they were playing well mind you where the starters just came out flat usually and then buddy heel checks in from checks in from the bench and just lights it up like brings the, essentially brings the team back in but um with buddy starting this game it, we didn't have that off the bench uh, Terrence Davis was not consistent in the second half. No, to be fair, nobody was. And they just came out with no energy. And I don't actually have the full kind of run, but long story short, Suns scored 31 points and Kings only scored 12 in that quarter. And start, you know, coming out of the half, it was a three-point game. So that is a horrific run. And it based, and of course, it cost the Kings the game. Like, they were playing scared. There was no purpose. Like, it it kind of defaulted into the bad version of the Kings offense where you have a guy scream, uh, the, you know, then the ball handler takes the screen. 
and like will probably take a mid-range shot or like a contested layup or like you know they pass it to the big man and he would either miss a shot or in this case this hasn't happened with the kings a lot but the the big man would just drop the ball and i i don't know if i fully agreed with luke's decision to take out rashawn i didn't think that was the problem but he, he basically benched rashawn for the rest of the game after that and yeah, that was a choice, to say the least. Um, Rashawn um, ended up only playing 25 minutes. but And they basically put in... Uh, who did they put in? I forgot the lineup. But, but one guy that they did put in was uh, Metu. Or he started in the second. And, you know, he didn't do well in this game. But, like, he brings a certain level of energy that you just don't see from, like, pretty much anyone else from this team. Like, he wasn't doing a lot out there, but you can clearly see, a, like, he plays with a certain level of effort. Like, this, like, he he doesn't take his minutes for granted, I'll put it that way. But even he didn't have a good run in the second, or in the second half. It was just, it was just ugly. And, yeah, um, so let's get to the, <laughs> let's get to, let's get to this uh, fourth. Now, the fourth, I, I was, I actually have it in my notes that the Kings should consider putting in Thompson. Because, you know, the Kings just looked lethargic. My thing was that they needed someone on the team to wake them up. Now, I don't call for this, but, like, let's just say, so, you know, at this point, I'm straight up pissed, right? I'm, at this point, I'm just saying somebody come in here and just foul somebody. Just foul somebody. Of course, don't hurt the guy. But, like, just just put a tough, put a hard foul out there. Set the tone. Change the energy of the game. And it, I just felt that that's what the Kings needed because no one else on the court was doing it. Like we've we're, we've been looking for De'Aaron to do that, and just De'Aaron's with this like lethargic energy, just god awful like like lack of purpose and just lack of energy. It just bugged me to no end. And you know, just somebody come in and just change the complexion of the team. It started with Metsu, but then all of a sudden, Damian Jones checks it. And then even more surprising, Jemias Ramsey checks in. Now, these guys, these guys were just out there playing hard. And you could see, like, they weren't, they weren't perfect. Like, you know, Mets, um, I think Damian Jones a few times got actually cropped, like crossed up. Like, just for some reason, just ended up on Cameron Payne. And like, you know, he was able to keep up with him pretty well, but like he did get he did a uh, campaign did get him, I think, on one or two moves. And then Frank Kaminsky got him on a beautiful dream shake. But this group was able to hold the fort long enough for De'Aaron to check back in. And I think Mitchell checked back in at the same time. They were able to make a bit of a run. And then those guys check back out. Metsu and uh, Damian Jones, or Jemias Ramsey checks back out for Barnes. And the Kings just go on a miraculous run. Um, they, I, I wrote that they cut the lead to nine with about four minutes to go. And it was, it was incredible. Like... This is honestly the reason why I'm still recording right now. Because guess what? After after that run, I can't really sleep for a while, so I might as well record. But the Kings got as close to cutting it to five with 112 to go. And you know, a Barnes drives, you know, gets it on the fast break, does a Euro step, um, gets a blocking foul and one on Devin Booker that ultimately gets overturned. It, it would have been a two-point game had had uh, Barnes made made the uh, made the free throw, but it was overturned into a charge. And honestly, I I thought it was a charge in the real time. And, uh, yeah, rightfully so. 
Um, the Kings still were still had a chance. They were down three with 7.4 to go after Devin Booker misses two free throws. Right before that, Fox misses two crucial free throws. He was actually decent from the line for most of the game, I thought. Uh, well, he, he ended up seven for 11, and the four misses came came on, you know, basically two trips to the free throw line where he missed both. You know, just a bad time to miss two free throws. But he, I, I want to talk about the move he did. Like, you know, he gets the switch onto McGee, and he does a move that gets, gets McGee in the air and gets Devin Booker in the air. I... That move to me looked like he got his groove back, and I hope I am right on this one. Not just so that I can rub it in people's faces and, you know, just make myself look smart, but that was a move that was decisive with purpose. And he was, and you know, it's it's a different mentality, if you will, that De'Aaron hasn't really showed for much of the year. And um, ultimately, uh, um, yeah, that that. So after that, Devin Booker misses two free throws. Um, Kings were down three, have a chance to tie. Um, they th- uh, Fox throws it into Metsu, who drops the ball and steps out of bounds. Yeah, a disappointing end. But, you know, it was incredible to see that run. That being said, that third quarter was absolute dog shit. It was some of the worst basketball I've ever seen. The K- Kings fans straight up booed. It was loud boos. It was, you know, and Ben Simmons stepped onto the court for Philly right now. It was, it was heat. It was what we call nuclear heat in wrestling. And they deserved it. That was, again, dog shit basketball. No purpose. No, no sense of urgency. And just no, just like, almost like they didn't even want to be out there. And that's the kind of thing that the Kings just need to fix. It's been, a, I know it's only technically been about two games that they've done this. In the Pacers game, they came out flat and, and uh, I think got down as much as 17. Um, I remember the Pacers went on like a 13-0 run or something like that. Like, And then this one, like I don't have the number, but uh, again, Suns scored 31 points and Kings only scored 12 points in the in the. Um, in the third quarter they didn't even score until about the six minute mark of the of the third quarter and they just go on these kinds of droughts and they get into their bad habits you know one screen the these the guy with the ball you know tries to score gets usually a pretty bad shot a tough shot and then there's no passing no movement no nothing and it, it got so bad that the, that Lou Wong decided to put in you know the third unit and credit to Metsu and Damian Jones they brought it these guys, these guys knew that these minutes were precious, if you will, and just played with all the energy, all the energy in the world. You know, Damian Jones got a thunderous uh, putback dunk, and it was good to see him. You know, try to try to absolutely murder the rim at every single moment. Metu, you know, during that fourth quarter when, like, you know, basically everyone was essentially just, well, at least like, you know, the starters looked like they were just, you know, willing to. Just about to phone it in. He hustles down the court and gets a deflection, and it leads to a basket on the other side. Those are the kinds of plays that, you know, credit to these guys for just bringing the energy, playing like they gave a shit. Just sure as hell, sure as hell, that starting lineup did not. And I don't know what it is. It's like, it, it really does make me think this team needs some sort of shakeup. Now, now, of course, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not in the trade Fox for Ben Simmons trade. And hell, I'm, I'm to a certain point where I'm not even thinking like trade Buddy for Simmons at this point. 
because Buddy has overall been good. Like, him off the bench as our secret weapon is terrific. Although him as a starter, it, you know, this game, like, kind of shows why he really shouldn't be a starter, just because he, he really bleeds points as a starter on defense. It's just, he started out, like, really bad. He started out, like, with a miscommunication, and it never really got that much better. Like, overall, throughout the game, he was pretty bad on defense. And, you know... Like, this kind of game really just shows the Kings got to play better. Like, you know, for 40 minutes, for, you know, 48 minutes, as opposed to, what was it, essentially 36 minutes. That that third quarter really killed, really killed them. And, you know, they had a chance, and like, you know, without that third quarter, they very much could be, you know, <clears throat> very much could be, you know, walking up, stealing another win from the Suns. And don't get me wrong, the Suns are a good team, and they showed it, but the Kings were in it. And they just need to be better sometimes. I don't know why they go, you know, on these kinds of on these kinds of droughts. Like I know it's not as simple as like you know one one or two subs. It's a it's a it's an it's a it's a Kings, you know, issue overall. It's 15 years of not making the playoffs, and you know five years since De'Aaron's been here that, you know, that this team has been bad and that cloud still hangs over them. And this game showed it. However. You know, it's nice to see them show some fight towards the end, and it show. And also, again, credit to the credit to the to Metsu, Ramsey, and uh, Damian Jones. Those guys don't get to play very often, and it's all the credit in the world to them for just staying ready. Like, just again, t- these again, just treating these minutes like they give a shit, and. You know, it's good to see the Kings be able to fight back, but we can't get these token. Well, I'm not giving token praise anymore. Like they gotta win games. You know, you, you know, you, you had a chance. You had a chance to win down down the stretch, and they ultimately couldn't close it out, which is unfortunate. But and they should never have been in that position. Like they never should have given up that god awful third quarter. And one of the big things, like this game, was 24 turnovers for the Kings to. 24 turnovers to the Kings to 18 assists. That is god awful. This game, like there was just a stretch where they just couldn't catch the ball. It was awful to watch. And you know, it's, you're gonna have games like this, of course. But you know, make sure they don't happen more often. You know, and like, as, you know, knowing that they had a chance to steal this, it's gonna eat away at a lot of Kings fans. Again, I, I, this is the first game this season where I was just straight up like about to bang my keyboard of just how infuriating the Kings were to watch, you know. And hopefully they don't carry this into the next few games because, you know, the Kings simply haven't been able to earn my trust. And, you know, if, if you trust them, that's all, you know, that you know, all the power to you. But their next four games are against San Antonio, Oklahoma City, Detroit, Minnesota. Now, theoretically, they should be able to beat all those teams. They honestly should go 4-on-0 on this road trip. That that would be my expectation. All of these teams, you know, two two out of those are completely tanking, and the other two are, you know, arguably inferior teams. Like, San Antonio, they lost DeMar DeRozan. They lost uh, Patty Mills and Rudy Gay, no less. They're a young team that really is not straight-up tanking, but they're not doing great. Like, they have a lot of young guys, and... You know, they're trying to figure out. They're three and seven right now. Let's see. Uh, not, a, yeah, not even. Yeah, not a lot of close losses either. That's actually pretty incredible. So, 
you know, they're not a great team and the and the Kings need to take care of business. The question is, can they take care of business? Oklahoma City, they're dangerous because they beat <laughs> they beat the Lakers who just kind of chilled after they got a lead, you know. Kings have an infamous Kings have, you know, are infamous for doing that kind of stuff. And you know, they have Shea Gilgeous Alexander who is a wonderful player. Detroit, I'm not as worried about. It's more of a trap game type thing than it is anything to do with Detroit. Minnesota, they got talent. They're not doing well right now. They got talent, though. So you can never, like, you know, bank these wins, quote-unquote. Kings just, like, they they struggle against bad teams, specifically to put them away. So I don't, I don't know. I hope they go 4-0 on this road trip and just, you know, rest my worries because, you know, Kings, Kings need to get every win that they can. And this was one that should not have been as ugly as it was. And, you know, the Kings need to learn how to execute better. Like, there needs to be a, just some, like, it needs to be on De'Aaron at this point. Like, you know, okay, again, this game didn't have Tyrese. Tyrese probably changes a lot. But, like, in the absence of Tyrese, like, De'Aaron has to be the leader out there. It, it, it can't, even though I, I call for Tristan Thompson as that kind of voice that can talk to De'Aaron, like, I don't think he can be the guy. You know, he, he's the guy that, you know, doesn't play half the games because he's he's a specialist. He's not as good as De'Aaron. He can't really, you know, if, if De'Aaron, like, just isn't having it, like, he can tell he can tell Tristan Thompson to, you know, screw off. But, like, I, I feel like Tristan Thompson needs to kind of call out the young guys as well. And De'Aaron needs to be more, he needs to be receptive and, you know, be that floor general out there. Like, he is the best player on this team. He is... Even though, like, he hasn't played as well, he is still ultimately the max player and the best player on this team. And, you know, that's Tyrese on any given night, too. But, like, you know, he needs to be the guy that steps up. And, you know, I'm calling a lot on De'Aaron, but, you know, again, he is the max player. You know, you get the max contract, you have expectations of you. Okay. Well, that's it. That's it for, you know, this uh, episode. You know, I'll ugly game that turned into something that could have been incredibly beautiful it's good to see that the kings not, have not had a bad loss per, ta- per se like in terms of score but you know it's it's discouraging they had two games that they were definitely in it and they just simply didn't execute down the stretch and you know even though the, even after that ugly ass third quarter in this game like they still had a chance down, you know, down the stretch, and you know they just, they just simply couldn't execute again down the stretch. I'm I'm not sure it was the greatest idea of with Barnes attacking with three guys back. I don't know. It's just you know it's just those plays. Yeah, it's one or two plays, but the Kings I feel have not executed well enough to earn our trust in that way. So. You know, they, they need to find a way to better execute and somebody needs to be that leader out there. And, you know, hopefully the Kings don't absolutely shit the bed um, going into San Antonio and uh, they just hopefully take care of business and for all uh, and for all four games on this road trip. So they come back to face the Jazz again or to face Toronto before facing the Jazz. They're going to have a tough schedule after this uh, four-game road trip, so... Again, they need to bank in as many wins as they can right now so that they don't get snake bin when they go up against these good teams. Okay, um, that's it for this episode. Um, I am still contemplating on 
since you know it, it was probably better to do it this episode but i wouldn't like fong on the on this episode that i'm planning it's basically just gonna be talking about the robert sarver thing you know i was hoping to actually get it you know do it here but you know i, I don't i haven't done the full research on it yet and honestly i would prefer to have fong on, on the on the call for this one but you know he's not here so you know um i don't know i'm not sure when he'll be back his schedule is actually i think pretty busy this week i'll have to check in with him again but yeah probably i'm gonna c come in solo for uh, probably the next episode i don't i'm not sure just yet but uh yeah uh, probably there will be an episode probably coming later in the week just detailing the uh, robert sarver thing i kind of just want to get my quick thoughts out there you know it is an important thing and it's too bad I could, we couldn't i couldn't uh get it done before this episode um yeah so stay tuned for that and hopefully i'll get to see you guys uh back on wednesday and I, sh I should be able to i should be able to record on wednesday and uh yeah so i'll see you guys on that next episode then